Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Headspace Podcast. This is the show where we break down newish hip-hop albums, track by track, give you our thoughts and opinions. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome. Today, we will be talking about Mad Child, Demons. That's right. The artist is Mad Child. The album is Demons. That's what we're going to be breaking down track by track, like I said. We're going to do the little intro bit right now, so if you want to skip that, you can check the description of the video to see the timestamps when we all start talking about shit. But before we get into anything, it is worth Knowing that you person coming to this channel watching this video you are probably a bigger mad child fan than we are and i say that just to kind of contextualize it all you know give you a little sense that we are on a journey to learn to listen to these albums to appreciate the culture as it kind of produces its music and to like you know just stay up with what's actually coming out that isn't maybe going to be so mainstream and looked at but also to look at the art of the album in a world of singles right because it's such a different experience so that's a little bit about what we're trying to do here but because of that there's a good chance we may uh say something a little silly or maybe it's not the best opinion due to lack of knowledge or experience uh so that's where you person watching this can leave comments that other people coming to the video can see so they can see you chastise us and correct us and then join in on the fun as we get a little community of sharing good stories and whatnot yep. on that note last week we talked about the new twisted album generation nightmare which i think is fucking stellar and on that project my favorite comment was absolutely from this dude from the past or lady i don't really know i'm assuming based on the avatar uh twisted needs to bring new metal back to life thank you i keep saying it you know new metal's the shit people my age we love new metal the older folk they don't get it the younger folk they don't get it it was a time thing it was like disco but it was our disco and it was way doper. Uh, Flem and I think it's Siamese Amazements are flipping awesome. I agree. Excellent new metal tracks. This genre should come back. It's about time for the return of new metal. Can we do it? Can we bring that back together? Do you guys want to see that? Be the change. I want to see that. Be anyway, the change, Holden. Thank you for that comment. I thought it was dope. So if you make that effort to leave a comment with us, I'll make, read it. I'll make that comment to answer you and Chris might show up in about six months and be like hey I finally saw this comment I'm anyway, sorry guys before we jump into the episode though a special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamsi, Jonathan Barnes Chris Prado uh, DJ Black Hurricane and Mr. Lindell Williams we'll talk a bit about that at the end of the episode and on that note Chris why don't you tell the Google algorithms and the fine folks and who not any algorithm what album are we reviewing today well, for this Headspace review, we are doing Mad Child Demons. That's right. So this is the part of the show where we describe our familiarity with the artist because it makes such a huge difference. So you hearing Demons as a Mad Child fan from back in the day, maybe a little Swollen Members fan going through the career for the last 20-ish years and shit, you're going to feel a certain way about Demons. If you just discovered Mad Child you're going to feel a whole other way about demons. So that's the part where we're going to talk about. Now, Chris, how, mu how much do you know about Mad Child? Are you a fan? I just technically discovered Mad Child. Um, I've heard of him. I've heard of his name, actually, kind of flowing around on certain tracks or whatnot. People have talked about him in passing. Uh, but I've never actually sat down or made any effort to really kind of go out and go look for him. It's was just never my thing I'm, i apologize uh but this is my first sit down full review of a mad child pro project so i remember being a wee lad maybe 12 or 13 years old a wee lad and i was watching much music that's right i'm from canada 
and this song came on, and it had this swollen always brings it home and you know it just kind of rolled on through and then this random ass white dude appears in the video and i'd never seen many white rappers at this time in my life because it's still that era where it was important you know back to some people and then i discovered mad child you know and prevail and the whole squad and swollen members just blew up and then like I don't know. I uh, I definitely listened to a couple of the Swallowed Members albums. Then they made the song with Nelly Furtado and shit. There was a lot of whatever. And then they disappeared. I know I ended up listening to the song Pressure. And at least for me, I did not spend a significant amount of time going through their uh, music as much as I should have. On the other hand, I do think that I really appreciate their cultural significance. So one thing that I think is really worth noting just about Swollen Members' success, and I don't remember which song it was. It might have been Lady Venom or something like that. But before the internet and going viral and all of these things, the Swollen Members boys did something, something unheard of really. They applied to the Junos, which is the Canadian Grammys, and they basically put their song in, and they were pretty unheard of at this point. And I looked it up. I'm planning on submitting something to the Junos next year because it's actually really not that expensive or hard to do. And why the fuck not, right? Because what's incredible is they won and then kind of gained a whole lot of attraction as the first time anybody really heard of them was through these Juno Awards, which launched up their career. And honestly, though, so I haven't listened to much Mad Child as a solo rapper uh since that whole period i do know a fair bit about i guess some of the troubles he's been with and his involvements with certain organizations and some of the bigger turmoil in his life so i've I've heard a bit about those stories and have some understanding of kind of his journey to where he got to at this point um he definitely uh lit up hip-hop with snack the ripper a couple years back and that beef was totally interesting um but i know that I have not ever personally given Mad Child a fair chance, but at the same time, since he's kind of left the Swollen Members squad and it was kind of the solo stuff, I actually don't know if Swollen Members is still a group. For all I know, they're, they're still together. I mean, Prevail's on this project, so I mean, they're obviously still friendly, but I don't know what's up with that. Still, um, since that, like, let's say 2008-ish land, I have not really followed it and i haven't had the highest interest either before my understanding and appreciation for hip-hop grew to what it was i don't think i really understood why mad child was dope um either way that's where i kind of was coming into this just curious right because like this guy is a legend in canadian hip-hop however you want to slice it and well deserved i mean I can't picture a time of me knowing music without really knowing who Mad Child was as a rapper. You know, just he's just part of the landscape of my mm-hmm. life of knowing music, like with you know names like Cardinal Official and dudes like that. Anyway, uh, the album cover is pretty fucking strong. It's got him kind of holding up the mic with these like broken ass, cringy looking angel wings out from his back. Kind of like this is a broken man who's kind of rising up in a phoenixy kind of way yep. and showing that despite what he looks like, there's still this person in him that is good, that wants to grow. And it's in front of this grungy ass cracked wall and it just has like his Mad Child logo. It says demons on the bottom part. And I really think it sets you up a little bit for the album to let you know this is going to be personal, exploring maybe some of his uh, experiences that led him to how he's feeling right now at this point in his life, his demons. And we're going to get some understanding of that shit. I don't know. I like it. Demons, obviously the shit that's haunting you. 
that kind of crap going on inside of your mind that makes you who you are i like it i it kind of really did make me want to hear the project i was kind of excited at this point nice i really like the color contrast between like the the pink and the kind of like mauve and not mauveish but like shady pink at the top on the mad child logo like it was, it's, it's i really enjoy that um <clears throat> i like the kind of shading through uh, the shading overlap over the album, it really kind of just gives that kind of misty effect. So that's awesome. Uh, just kind of looking at him, I feel like he, you right away, it speaks like we're going to get thoughts. We're going to get uh, a lot of personal uh, experiences because he's kind of like holding his head. And I feel like he's kind of like restraining from crying or at least kind of restraining from like... I don't know, maybe hearing a voice or like, or, or whatever kind of like twisted thought he's got at the moment. He's just trying to kind of like block it out and kind of like save himself. So uh, it, it, it is strong. I agree. I, 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 I didn't forget it. Um, only reason is because I've, this is like my second time reviewing this album, just in terms of um, how uh, the week, the weeks have been. Um, so I kind of re remembered it. Like I remember coming back and I kind of still stared at it again. And I was like, you know what? This is something that does stand out in a way that, that kind of has its own flair for him. So. Fair enough. But like a lot of albums in life, they start with a song that's five letters long in its title. I-N-T-R-O. That spells intro. This is a 30 second like sample skit thing. He goes crazy, man. You know what? When he said the last time, I was kind of tripping, right? But you know, but now you're right. I'm crazy. But you know what else? I don't give a fuck. And to me, this is like him maybe acknowledging how people perceive him, his reputation, some of the more drug fueled choices that his life has made, some of the more abrasive behaviors. And he comes off like he's crazy, like he doesn't make proper choices and shit. And maybe prior to this point in his life, that might have set him off and whatnot. But now he's cool with it. He doesn't care if you don't like him. He doesn't give a fuck. He's ready for it. He's embracing the crazy that is him. It kind of comes off self-aware, but also like don't give a fuck. So it's like cool, but also responsible, which I don't know if it fully connects, but I think that's what you're going for with something like that. Either way, I have it a four. It started us off. It was an intro. It, it I could totally never hear it again and I'd be fine. I feel like he's uh, talking to the people, the haters, the people that are calling him crazy. Um, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing on the aspect of you know him accepting that he's got like issues or whatever it is. I feel like that's just point blank what the what the intro is clearly stating. But I also have this this kind of like side feel to the song where he's accept like he's kind of. I guess gonna prove to everybody who thinks that he's crazy that he might actually be kind of like. You really want me to you really view me this way you really kind of talk like about me this way well let me show you what you guys have kind of been talking about that's kind of how i interpret it uh it also really sets you um in, in a, in a kind of cool way it it took me out of my reality um i like intros that do that and, and sets you up into the like the mood of the album uh, but it, it did like just that little 30 second intro he did a nice job of kind of rebelling and 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 kind of feeling I just, like i just don't feel that the intro i mean i get that it was well like good in the sense of it communicated its idea really well mm -hmm. 
but it felt kind of cheap to me. I'm not gonna say it didn't feel cheap, but I did. Like, I did kind of migrate like, from like where my head was at and when, went to like his. Like had it been like a little bit of a build up, maybe more theatrics thrown into it. Maybe like, it I, almost felt like you, you found a sample on the internet, YouTube to uh, MP3, cut it over. Thank you. We're done. Paid a sample rights to use it. Lego. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are some subtle nuances that were added that I didn't really appreciate, but. As far as an intro goes, it does its job, but adequately. I didn't say it's very distinct or whatever. Nah, I like the way that the next track starts. And like that, to me, the album should start just coming with the next song. You know, don't need this little intro. That's my opinion. But it's not bad either. It's not like my senses are being offended and this is awful to listen to. I feel like it, it does its job, but it kind of cheapens the album a little, little bit. That, that's my thoughts. Anyway, uh, the next one, though. It is a real song. It's a little bit longer than 30 seconds. And it describes like a process that like when you kind of have ideas that are coming out of your okay, mind. Okay, we're going to go brainstorm and they're now. storming and you draw a little cloud and you put the associations. You know, so it, that's how you brainstorm. So this guy is like produced by Rob the Viking, who if I'm not mistaken is like one of the main producers affiliated with the Swallow members. I don't know if he was in the group. Or like the entire time, or if he was in the group for a while, but I know he was definitely in the group at a certain point. Nice. So I thought that was cool. Like I said, like it's cool to see him like playing with like you know familiar names and like overall sounds. I guess. Oh man, I don't know. How do you feel about this one, Chris? I, this is the one that I felt like it looked like he kind of did his job in terms of like the first song. He comes out strong. He kind of introduces who he is. Uh, and right off the bat, like, I'm the all-seeing, high-being creature of the North Star, Dark Forest, Family War, uh, Warsaw with Scars, Extraterrestrial. War scars. Oh, I wrote that wrong. Uh, extraterrestrial, a short beast, war chief. Now that I'm home, causing more grief. Like I like how he he came in and he just did it, and the wordplay was really cool. I have um, to give him some props just on that rhyme flow. Like it, you know, North Star, Dark Forest, Family War. It's not like the most common one, right? Like everyone seems to be like anybody can take the Asian sound and rhyme that for yeah. days, or the iggity kind of ibbity, like the belittle, the bit the bit that kind of shit. You can go for fucking days on it because there's so many sounds. But mm -hmm. to actually rhyme North Star with Dark Force is not an easy thing to do properly, and he mm -hmm. makes it sound smooth. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I felt like this was just kind of like flashy, heavy bars, though. Um, but also kind of saying something. In verse 2, he goes, I'm in the mood to work, not in the mood to play. I'm never putting off tomorrow what I could do today. That's actually pretty, like, you know, very smart, very knowledgeable. Like, if it's if you can do it now and it takes, you know, what is it, like, less than 10 minutes or something, less than 5 or something, just get it done. Like, get it out of the way, move forward to the next action. So that's actually a really cool advice that he's kind of putting out there. So that was awesome. Um... I like how he has this feeling of living in the moment, kind of being very present about and aware of like who he is and what he and what he's doing. So that was cool. Um, I like how in verse three, he was like, right now I'm at three trying to get to level 10. Other local rappers worried about their parties and their friends. 
I, you know, I kind of, I kind of relate a little bit to that line. Like a lot of my friends lately just want to kind of go out, party, do their own thing. And I'm, you know, with the podcast and making more projects and music, you, you kind of tend to stay home a little bit more and focus on achieving your, your goals and wanting to, you know, live, live, I guess, a different type of life. So that was something I really related to, which I enjoyed. Um, overall, the song was cool, uh, but it, it, it was just cool to me. Um, I left it with a four. So I feel like the the first thing that I noticed about this track is how old school it felt. Like it felt like Mad Child was not going to be coming in here to reinvent the wheel with like new sounds right off the right. jump. It's like this is maybe what he knows best. So he's coming in with like that something for the older fans who you know got to keep in mind for how long he's been in the game. I can't imagine like a bunch of 20 year olds or mad child's fan base i mean he's probably got 20 year olds but i can't imagine i bet there's like a wider array of people who like lyrical hip-hop who follow this guy so just the way he comes in i already commented a bit on it but he keeps like this constant flow it's not the fastest it's not the trickiest but i feel like he focuses on making sure that he's saying something as he's going through it it isn't maybe like the most riveting philosophical endeavor, but it is cohesive in a way, you know, like I uh, can't help it. I'm self-destructive when I rip myself apart. That's when I'm self-productive. It's fucked up when I say I fucked up again, falling on my face and I get back up again. Guess I'm addicted to the suffering. And it's almost like I keep making mistakes, but I keep grinding at it. But this cycle kind of fuels my artistic drive and I'm not maybe the best at life or whatever. But, you know, flowing into that dry as fuck chorus, it's fine, but it's just lyrically unloading. Thoughts so hot, they're exploding. Your style sold is corroding. Right like a pody high on peyote. Eyes popping like I'm wily coyote. And I just feel like it's like, just his voice was not the most enthused on this chorus. It mm-hmm. didn't enthuse me. It's fine. It was well done. And the point is, he in my city, on my side of the country, I'm the greatest. That's it. Point blank. Flat out. No debating. And I realized he's from Vancouver. I don't know a single rapper better than Mad Child in the eyes of people from Vancouver. You got it. You got that crown, I promise. I'm not even fighting you for that shit. I'm East Coast. It's just, you can claim the West Coast. It's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, But like on, on the real, if I had to talk about Canadian rappers from Vancouver that anybody I know has ever heard of, it's going to be Mad Child. And that's it. And Swollen Members, which he's part of. So it's kind of hard. You know? Whereas on the East, you got classified. And then Toronto has Drake. And Hori. And I guess Ottawa has Dax now. You know what shit he doesn't have anybody? I come I, from the 514. Woo! Montreal. <laughs> anyway, we don't have a lot of rappers from our city that have popped. Um, oh, we have Husser. Uh, who? Nate Husser. He's, oh, you're right. That is a guy. Adam 22. You're right. I've heard of him. Yeah, like he's, he's we got a the guy. Posters. The posters. I don't know who that is. That's his group. Okay, so we move it. We moving on. We got some Montreal love out there. Anyway, so he's right about that. And you know what I really appreciate is he sets up the song like that. Like I, I do my thing. I, I'm fucking the North is me, etc. And it feels like he's staying true to himself. And then in that second verse, it's kind of like I gotta work. I don't have time to play no more. I'm just here to do what I gotta do, even though there's temptations and shit. Weekends here, everyone's having fun and doing all these drugs, and I kind of want to be sticking my cock into the muscle of all these girls. I mean, I heard that line and I was like, 
I mean, I get it. He's kind of like saying, I wish, I wish these, like all of these fine girls were just sucking me off. But instead, I'm going to focus and get the work done. And I thought to myself after being a little bit of a critical dick and I said, no, that's the most human shit ever. Have you never gone out and been like, I just want, I mean, to the males out there watching this, which is like 98% of you, um, have you ever just wanted to like have that play out? And then you're like, yeah, but no responsibilities and stuff. I'm like, damn it. He's just saying the shit sometimes we all think. Uh, third verse, same kind of shit, just flowing on through. And I really just appreciated the fact that it, it kind of came in and he just wrapped his ass off and it was fine. Um, I gave the song a 4.25. I thought it was like this tenacious, lyrical onslaught that reminded me of an older time, but was done really well. Everything is super clear and crisp. His rap is great. I kind of wish the hook was a little hookier, but at the same time, I mean, this is a proper song. Like, it's good it's not 100 percent like engaging to me but if you're into that sharp more battle driven lyrical type shit i think that his like self-awareness mixed with his tenacity is pretty fucking cool here nice anyway uh do you have more to say on this one nope well guess who died Hans the actor who played chewbacca which is really sad and it really is he passed away but he was the partner of han solo um my thoughts on this song were this is a lot of what i just heard i don't mean that disrespectfully i mean as, as like a commenting uh i don't know what what this is like a less good version of the last song to me i'll be honest with you at this point when i was reviewing the album i got really kind of like oh shit i don't think i'm liking what shane's writing here 100 percent the feel like young han solo gold rings han charlo rolly on my wrist plaid polo rolly on my wrist plaid i'm like like again he has that like flat voice in his hook there has to be a reason to it like i'm sitting here like okay no he this this can't be lacking energy like they're like he kind of gives off this like high energetic feel to himself he has this illusion that he's this like you know crazy thing so i'm sitting here like this is slightly lacking some type of and then life. the beat so again not to be like again negative because i really don't want to be negative i just have to be honest right the beat's like dun 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 and it I just kind of like when you have that kind of low end beat, yeah. let's say, yeah, yeah, you gotta have something a little more like in your delivery, is my opinion, right? And that's the, again, that's what I would like out of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he came at it with this like calm and basic, not to say basic in a bad way, but like really simpler, not too tricky, constant flow. Like overload of rap overqualified, unleash a quick 16, that's a homicide, goldfish to a whale, I'm a razorback, you ain't a killer, you a pussy playing laser tag. The lyrics, if we're talking about the writing, is tight, mm-hmm. it flows, it does everything it's supposed to do. I'm talking about the delivery over this beat. But I mean, I, and I think that's part, I think that's what I gave credit to him for was i didn't really care for the lyrics that much after i heard it the first time but on the second time around i was like okay i like how you're placing it i like how you're following the one two three thump of the drum i like how you're you know trying to uh be a little bit diverse in how you're flowing with the track so that's cool 
I guess in a way because like the last song is practically the same thing almost lyrically, but, but it's a different type was of. Was like a little more upbeat, and I felt. But like I think there that's was a it. More he's trying to, it. to show. I think he's trying to show like this is this is my diversity. Like this is what I'm like. I can I can do this type no, of stuff. And I too. appreciate that. But then, like, world's gone to hell, but I'm optimistic. Every verse I disperse is apocalyptic. I am making money, but I stay in the trenches. Bunch of bullshit out, but I am paying attention. My demons, I don't want to battle them no more. So I wrestle with myself through the shadow on the floor. And I'm actually really related to that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the focus and his desire to, like, overcome the darkness and, like, to push on through. And even comparing yourself to, like, a more rebellious dark figure, like, bad guy turned good, like a Han Solo, etc., is still pretty cool. It's really the rolly on my wrist plaid polo part that really kind of was like, oh man, it's not. I'm not really into the hook of this one that that much. That's, again, it's just me on this hook. His delivery on the verses is fine. I feel like everything's just fine on this song. The writing is good. I really do like the writing. I think Mad Child's a really good writer, and and even this far in, I realized like he has bars mm-hmm. he's able to like really put like misguided misfits just like an incense just writing exciting lines that are intense for instance you know you just picture a bunch of fuck up smoking some reefer letting up to incense spitting bars you know ciphering around a situation and he's actually really good at this but damn i just had so much trouble getting into this song so i give it a four it's good but it's maybe one of my least favorite songs i've reviewed in like a long time in terms of catching my interest not to say it's bad just that i don't like it it's a four um i i kind of agree i i think that i don't i don't this isn't a song i'm gonna run to play it on the album you know if i'm gonna sit down and play the album and do whatever i might not skip it but this isn't the song that i'm gonna be like oh whoa we gotta gotta stop everything and bump it quick quick like it it didn't have that cap that captivating feel to it um as much the last song did like the last song had some type of okay I'll, I'll listen to this you know every once and now and then but not this but i am giving it a four because i do appreciate his again diversity his skill and the way he can like rhyme in his lyrics like the so, writing's great yeah the writing is on point. and i bet if he delivered it just different i'd like it a lot more anyway Basically, that means to stop doing stuff. And basically, that means to... The next song's called Demons. It's the title track. Basically. This is it. I went from like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm going to like this album very much. The fans are going to be so mad at me and shit. And then he just shut me the fuck up. Because like that beat, it's more upbeat. You're yep. like vibing to that. Like that... Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. The chimes kind of coming in and out and like increasing in tone. Even, even just the lyrics, like right off the jump, man, yo, I can't help it that my brain broke. Silver surface spitting liquid mercury. I chain smoke, back to hey. making moves, rapping to my veins pot. Because you ain't running shit if you're standing in the same spot. I'm like, oh, oh. So he made a marble reference. That's fucking cool. And, you know, Silver Surfer, Liquid Mercury, it's a, it's a connected line. It's really uh-huh. good. He's fucking chain smoking. You can feel the stress, the anxiety in him. He's back to making moves, rapping and focusing. He's like, I. And then he's dropping some wisdom about moving forward in life. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Mad Child's bringing shit forward a little bit, in my opinion. 
So he's out here killing verses like you just hired an assassin. When I was young, I did a lot of psychedelic drugs. You're saying that it has to end one day. I'm like, the hell it does. I'm like, and you're like, okay. So he's being real honest about where the fuck he's coming from, the perspective of like how he ended up doing all these drugs. And you got to stop, keep my fucking head straight and drop all the dead weight and keep creating segues and moving on, you know. So my rider uh, dies, my friend, my family, and my parents, and I'm back fully focused, no more interference. And he's kind of pulling it out. I had that life. Well, wasn't real working now i realize who my real friends and family and the people who care me uh about me are leading to a hook that again it's equally delivered as flat but in this case it kind of really really fucking works because he's going basically that means to start doing pills basically that means to stop blowing bills basically that means stop doing rails in case you kids didn't know that's the cocaine doing some rails of coke i guess it would be more like because it's a rail like lined up i've never done coke so i wouldn't really know from like a first-hand experience kind of way but I, so when we were talking about snack the ripper because we did that um i misinterpreted a whole song about cocaine and, and then the worst part was chris is like said it in the song at the end and then chris looks at me and he goes you know the song's about coke right <laughs> And then it was like a funny enough moment that Snack the Ripper decided to make fun of me on the Instagram Live. I loved it because we got a lot of views. Thanks, Snack the Ripper. Chris looks so fucking cool. So I wanted to let the people know because, I mean, it's hard for me to not connect Snack the Ripper and Mad Child. I watched him beef. They connected. And so since the same people who watched that review might watch this one, I wanted you to know that I knew that Rails was cooked <laughs> and stop doing shit where you get thrown in jail. Which in Canada probably includes coke, no? I don't know if doing coke. No, we can we can only legally smoke weed if you buy it from you know the government and, store. And not Every even other drug will get us in jail. Honestly, you can't even smoke in public in Montreal legally anywhere. Anyway, well, downtown. No, you gotta be nine meters away from an open door or window. There's nowhere in the city in public that's nine meters away from a fucking door or window. I don't know what nine meters is in feet. I guess it's three times that or something or maybe not i don't know yeah i know it's three times as many feet listen anyway. i know my spots at dt that's fine uh anyway so then he's like really honest with us again there's a reason i'm not playing all the festivals i was popping zan i sit around like i'm a vegetable mixing shit with Which, alcohol you really get lit i wanted all to I comment was, on that watch a lot of movies smoking cigarettes but now i gotten sick of it you know it's interesting how like it's interesting how he's he's kind of going like I can't do these certain festivals or make this check or be able to do this because I'm not able to not take well, these drugs. It's because when I used to take these drugs and I was invited to these festivals, I would sit around like a fucking zombie zonked out of my mind, like yep. not behaving or socializing or playing the game. So it's like now nobody wants to invite me to this shit because I'll burn my chances. Oh... Uh... I took it as more of like a self-aware as in like he's trying to change himself or like that's what he did to kind of get over, you well, know. It's like he did that and now he's being self-aware that the reason he's not playing these festivals and he's not being invited on the tours is because of his past actions and shit. Anyway, he just kind of flows into like I have to live right and focus and then, you know. He was sober for 28 months, fell off the wagon, he got back on it, left one foot dragging. He's been struggling. He hasn't done dope, but he's not necessarily afraid to get a little liquored up and have some, you know, whatever. He's fucked with some coke, but 
I don't know, he started taking Zannies, having a few more beers, but he's trying to get his life back and battle the demons. And I think I really appreciate the fact that he's being so honest with us about his situation, about the fact that this is like this battle and how he's tried really hard and he's not something he's winning with per se, but he has new limits and he's setting new boundaries and at least the victories he's had in his life count because it's his life and it matters to him. And all of those things I thought were super dope. Um, I gave the song a 4.35. I think it's the best one I've heard on the project so far, and I really enjoyed it. For me, I gave it a 4.2. Uh, what I actually really like is the interpolation of the hook. Um, it's cool because it's it's not not just not is it's not just self-aware. But I feel like the fans that listen to it that might be going through the same thing are taking are taking that like blunt raw message and just like shit, I gotta do this like it it was it's just that in your face that it's just super powerful to me so. all right so like i said the more the album went on the more i enjoyed shit and i really like the next one let's talk about watergate you know richard nixon he had this whole scandal and you know you know what i'm talking about right the watergate scandal with richard come on chris I, watergate i mean watergate I yes do you know what watergate is? is okay we'll talk about watergate Allow me to be very clear. The music videos on this album are not my favorite. So the last one for Demons, which we forgot to talk about, had him in like a hotel room without a shirt with like this, I'm assuming to be a escorty type lady just around him. Maybe it's his girlfriend. I don't really know. But it seemed like a really weird video for the subject matter of the song. I'm not going to lie. This one had a lot of ladies singing along and then mad child rapping there's just a lot of women in his videos that don't really serve any plot device other than being attractive females in but the video how, how does that not fit i thought the song was just like he's shutting shit down and he's like killing shit what does that have to do with all these random ass women well i mean he's killing shit so he's got fly women with him and he it's just not, has to like again doesn't in. that seem like a bit of the weird backwards message from what we've been hearing on the project maybe i'm thinking too much into it but i thought he was talking about not having his cocks in all the most of the ladies because he's working no hard. but not like not like that i'm just saying like you know in the in the aspect of being let's say king shit right like you're on top I mean, i'm the best rapper and stuff like you're kind of just appealing to what the best rappers are they're sir he they got women they got this they got that Ooh, I mean, I thought, anyway, I mean, this is not pop music, <laughs> you know, like, I don't really understand how that argument makes sense. I think the, I mean, I think really what it is, is he's like girls in the video, guys are going to watch it. And you know what? Too. There's probably some truth in that shit, but I really like it. Cause you know, who doesn't do the dry hook thing here? Mad Child doesn't. Instead, we got that. You're making me feel crowded. If you seek, uh, if you seek me, keep your head down. I'ma let you hear it loud. Yeah. So tell me, baby, how's it sounding? Do you need to, me to say it slowly? Cause I can see that you think we're homies. Stop telling people that you know me. You don't know me. Um, uh, I think that's the wrong hook. Oh, this is for uh, Watergate with the girl. And then it's it's a really long hook for the intro. Oh, she does yeah. like like two verse okay, thingies. Yeah, and then like you're the at hook. the intro. My bad. Oh, you're right. That there's an intro verse thingy, and then there's yeah, the hook. So cause... call the valet. I want to see you drive away. Hell no, I can't wait. Shutting shit down like Watergate. Yeah. Shutting shit down. Sh sh shutting shit down. It's just hype. And the it beat, is. And the beat's fucking hype. And her voice is fucking. I don't know who it is. I couldn't figure out who the girl was. Her voice is fucking hype. It's it's really good. And it's just like. 
you you it's like a minute of this intro and she's just vibing and she sounds like amazing and you got this like fuck off i'm on that real shit everybody's trying to be all up in my business everybody's trying to be like friends with me and shit and you know he's kind of a jaded person right now i just thought it fits so well with everything we've been listening to then he starts rapping like i'll be on that real shit i'll be on that trill shit make another meal quick i'll be on that kill shit supercharged boss that with no hot hat welcome to a late bitch you could get carjacked i'm over that beat and the way he's flowing i'm like holy shit this is good like this isn't just like good i'm gonna have to try to justify it to the fans that no this is like i'm like vibing to this i'm fucking bouncing off of this lyrically he doesn't make love songs or rap about strip clubs, but might have a stripper-looking lady in the hotel room with him in the video. Okay. Labyrinth of statements. Savage with the placement. Iron in the hippie shit. I'm ravenous with hatred. It's just fucking hard. It's just, like, heavy-hitting. I don't know. It's not, like, anything is, like, absolutely, like, next level, in my opinion. It's mostly just a really great vibe, you know? Like, I find his bars to be very consistent you know like back to conquer like a massive monster you don't have to dress like a pussy to be fashion conscious it's not a very progressive line shane it's not very canadian of you shane that's not what we're like up here in canada shane um no but for real like come on andre 3000 dressed a little frilly we all fucking loved it okay it's not exactly like it's new that i hate the fact that we ignore parts of history when we want to make fun of people Make a whole flock of birds of a feather fall. Continually smack you in the face like a tetherball. I ain't harsh and raw. More than partial flaws. Now I'm shutting shit down like it's martial law. Uh, overall, I think this is as good as any of the really well-written, I'm a dope rapper, and here I'm going to prove it with my bars type rapping that we've ever gotten. Is it absolutely next level? No. Is it really enjoyable to listen to? Fucking right it is. This might be my favorite song on the project so far for real reels. I gave it a 4.75. It's really hype. But a lot of it is the beat and the hook being that so vibey. And then he comes in and fills it out proper and like lays it up. So I like it. On the hook, I know it's so called a valet. But for some reason, I hear Welcome to L.A. Okay. And I feel like that's part of the song where he's kind of like introducing when he got to L.A. or when he kind of started like... Is he in L.A. now? I couldn't like figure... I mean, he says it like four times on the project, so I assume he's no longer in Canada. Right? So I think that's part of why... That's why he's so against men dressing like women, because he's no longer in Canada. Come back to Canada, Shane. Here you on, Chris. So I really enjoy that, and I like how the how, how so called the valet kind of sounded to me like "Welcome to L.A." and how they did that that kind of sounding there. So that was cool. Uh, but the song still kind of holds its own. It's nice. It's hype. It's got some life. I like the girl on the chorus, on the hook. But the the bars are the bars are like holding side. They're consistent. They're kind of not the same identical bars. But they follow suit with the I'm spitting dope boy, I'm in the back house, dope boy, like I'm holding vial of crack in my mouth, give me your mic, son. Savage. Like, it's it's dope, it's dope. I, I apologize if I sound like I'm trying to, like, belittle or, or, or kind of take away from the bars. I mean, I don't want to. They're, lyrically, he's got things to say, and he puts words together in this weird, in this nice, per- I'm not going to say perfect, but this nice way. And it's cool. Left it with a four. Well, sometimes you sit there and you look at the clock and you realize that with every passing second, not even like 
just already times changed, right? Just already in this conversation, times changed. I think they got it. Again, time. <laughs> Trace, allow me to be abundantly clear. You simply cannot get to know me in five minutes enough to know that I'm being an asshole in anything, okay? Just because maybe I was having a real bad day in some shape and I wasn't like really able to, you know, I wasn't able to smile well enough for you. And I give you the right answer. And the next thing you know, you and your motherfucking friends think I'm an asshole and are talking shit about how I don't even need your fans up on the fucking internet and stuff. I... <laughs> Wait, wait, okay, just a, did you, did you and my motherfucking friends get into something that I don't know about? No, that's what the third verse is about. Oh. That's what he, literally, so what I'm saying is a change, you couldn't be the same. People come up in the club asking me questions, but I don't have the right answers, that's the lasting impression, you don't understand, it's a lot of pressure. For a second, I thought this was like a real thing. Like, they I, tell all your friends that Mad Child's conceited, we ain't supporting him no more, I guess that he don't need it, I'm not evil people, I treat everyone as equal, I might have had a bad day, to literally it was all from that third verse, everything I just said there. Third verse didn't really stick with me that much. Well, now you know for... what the fucking third verse is about, people like that. So like the first verse is kind of like you know he, he he grinds his way up and you know he's driving around on the touring and he's fucking mm -hmm. all the girls and everything's exciting as they got this young life and they're getting drunk and they're smoking and they're getting all whatever and whatever and then times change i know that i'm strange what's wrong with my brains i'm just trying to keep it together asshole i was such an asshole that was in the past though. i'm just trying to keep it together which i like and i like how he's very and the honesty that he's portraying on this project so far is cool and very i guess in a way kind of relatable when you're going through growth change and when you're kind of accepting who you are or what or who you were at a time and that's that's something that is standing out that i think he's trying to drive that theme home or like you take that second verse when he's like i, I tried to stay in grad and found uh people found that i was down to earth it sounds worse than it was but i'm not the first to admit that i'm the worst when i'm buzzed and it's unfortunate because i was drunk for every show was it fun i'll never know i don't remember too much but i know i love what i do so i'm gonna never give up uh, anyway, we all know life is peaks and valleys trying to reach my second peak. That's why I'm going back to Cali. So that's an interesting little part, right? Because you can just picture him being trashed all the time. Nobody really likes him when he's drunk because he's a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. And the worst part is, is like, can you imagine being a super six? You got to understand, like, Swollen Members was fucking really big for a while. Right. All over. Like, I think they're one of the 10% of Canadian rappers that were making money at that time. I mean, I assume based on, you know, the overall fame, you know, they got Nelly Furtado. They were not doing terrible, right? Mm -hmm. um, is she Canadian? I don't actually know where she's from. Anyway, uh, so what I'm trying to say is then he goes through this whole thing and then ends it up on this biggie reference. Like, I'm going back to Cali. I'm going to, like, reconnect. I'm going, for some reason, he's going to Cali to reconnect or whatever. Either way, he's trying to change his life around and get some next things. And it's that whole third verse where it's like, come on, people, give me a chance. Try to understand. And it's like, look. I know I have my reputation. I know that, like, I made a lot of really shitty mistakes, but I'm trying to be something different. I'm trying to be something better. I'm trying to be something more interesting. And oh, I really... actually, Nelly Furtado is from Victoria, British Columbia. Oh, that makes sense. That's right. Nelly Furtado is also dope. I am like a bird. I want to fly away. I don't know where my home is. Okay, if y'all know that song, it's fire. Know where my home is. But, like, then she got really poppin'. I really liked her better when she was folky. 
I don't know. She's Portuguese and Canadian. All right. She was so fine. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, I really dug this song. I feel like Times Change has this, like, really nice feel to it. I feel like this is, like, where I'm going to call it. This is the the peak of where the album more or less sits. This is, like, it's good music. It's not exceptional in the sense that, like, I feel like it can compete in that pop sphere. As far as the underground guys go, I'm not seeing, like, next level, like, innovations. But what I am finding is hyper honest passionate skill and i think that i can really appreciate that because you really feel mad child is a hundred percent legitimate but also talking about things that not a lot of people do like he's kind of like yo i lived that life everyone else is selling is dope and look what it did to me Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of a cool perspective to have in 2019 nice um taking away from like his own personal experience and how he's expressing it i like how he's making this song in a way to his like i guess fans or the people that stumble upon it or listen to it uh in a way kind of expressing how life goes uh i like his type of his wisdom and he's just trying to tell people like dude things change people grow you're supposed to you know go through your mistakes you're supposed to have your ups and downs you're supposed to do that and that's very kind of like you know mature of him and wise and using his personal experiences with whatever drugs narcotics parties or however uh troubles he may have had that's kind of how he's relating to the people and that 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 was really cool it has this uplifting feeling to it uh that i really kind of got and just this realistic view on guys things things happen things change and you learn from them and you you continue moving on uh overall the the song got a 4.2 for me i thought it was pretty good all right well, run, Forest, run. We got a motherfucking death race up in this bit stuff. I don't like to say the B word as much anymore. Allow me to be clear. I'll happily quote the B word when somebody else says it. I was talking about for myself, okay? Um, this is a hype beat from Rob the Viking. It is a hype mother. It is one of the hypest beats on the project, in my opinion. Yep. All right, Chris, do you like this song? Do you think it's, it's sexy and fun to listen to? I think it's hype and very flashy. I like how he's flexing on this and kind of just flowing with the track. Um, I like in verse two when he was like, the way I rap would think I got a power pack. Everything I split is wet. Everything I spit is wet. I get uh, I get a shower cap and get an old midday. Take a power nap. Give me a motherfucking beat. I'll devour that. Now, I like I like his real rawness of... Yeah, I'm going to go take a power nap, like acknowledging that he may need to recharge, acknowledging where he kind of is in his life and that it's a little bit different and not as easy to maybe put in that grind or work hard uh, into in, into what he's trying to do, that he needs to take some step back and slow down. Uh, also, I mean, even that that, that like I, ideology, you know, from what we've understood, he's done drugs, he's done certain things. So like at this point, this also kind of ties in like he's at a point now where he can't really go as hard anymore. And that realization and, and being able to to kind of express that on the track was really, really cool for me. Um, I overall like the technique he uses on this track. I like how he's bouncing around with that like techno-ish gamey sound type of up and down type beat so that was really really cool um this had more life to it for me uh this this had more of a of a like a, an adventurous feel so i enjoyed that 4.2 all right why don't we talk about a little interlude 
Did it's called My like Turn. Song? Or did you even talk about it? Did I not talk about it? I don't did think I you even talked about it before we continue. Damn. Sorry about that, people. You can tell my brain's not here at the moment. So, in the first verse, I can tell what everyone around me is thinking. Will he ever go back to the drugs and drinking? I can see why people would be thinking that. Will he ever go back to the hoes and sluts? Of course everyone's thinking you will. You just did the fucking videos with all those girls and stuff around. If you really don't want people to think that, that's what I was trying to imply earlier with the demons video. Uh, will he ever start walking around like he knows too much? Will he ever go back to the games and start making videos with strippers while he's singing bang bang? Maybe, because he's fucking did the one with the video. Anyway, uh, had not in this lifetime, I guarantee that. I was being stupid as fuck and now I see that. I'm not saying that the girls in the videos that he did this this are the, the hookers and hoes because he's saying that he didn't do that and he's not with the hoes and sluts. He does say on another song that he's getting head from hookers though. So I'm just – maybe that one was a comedic song and it wasn't meant to be serious. I'm just calling stuff as I see it on the yeah, album. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't wait to see the people's feedback. He put that shit on everything. He'll never have a relapse. Look, I'm not trying to diminish that. I really believe Matt Chaz on a straight and narrow, though, and he's doing his stuff proper. I just thought it was kind of a weirdly weird thing to point out. Um, you know, I like this one, Hook. What up, though? I'm just staying in my lane. Here to finish what I started. I got my head back in the game. Yep. And I was like, okay, this is a hook I can vibe to. I can bump to. It's got like a groove to the way he's uh, like going through it. And overall... As far as the lyrics go, it's again on this process of Mad Child maybe exploring some of the demons of his past, some of the things that make him as he is. Um, I kind of like when he goes, but my rhymes are fucking dirty like the ODB, how many people down with the OPP. And when he says that, like the beat kind of shifts into this like classic feeling sound right there. I thought that was really, really dope. And overall, I feel like this track is really good to listen to. Um, it's a 4.5 on 5 for me. I think it's actually got a stellar rhythm to it, like a little more upbeat. Like he's actually going faster, quicker, and and it really flosses, and it really fits with this beat. And I think that it'll be a, it's a really easy sell to convince most people that this is a really hype song that's totally worth listening to, in my opinion. It's just, this is, yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% certain I like the Make You Bleed Supreme Red rapping with a clean head. I'm like a batter to hell ready because I just don't like Supreme. But I like an overall how like he, brand? yeah, I don't like Supreme the brand. It's a fucking trash ass, capitalistic, pointless fucking brand. Really, anybody, if you rock, not to insult anybody, but if you rock Supreme, like, I just don't feel like we, you'd like me in life. That, that's my honest feelings to well, people who are Supreme. my online wish list. Well, you can wear all the Supreme you want. Oh, no. No, not if I'm going to... If, if you want to spend like 8000 fucking dollars to buy a newspaper, go right ahead and do it. I mean, there's a Supreme cover of the I, New York I Times. Know. Anyway. I know. Anyway, I like this guy, man. Uh, classy like the Waldorf game, like a ball court. That's fucking dope right there. 4.5 on 5. This is nice. actually a really cool song. And like I tried to do a bit earlier, I'm going to talk about how it's my turn, ironically, is this interlude. So this is like another cut where, again, I don't know what it's from. Maybe this is some like stupidly famous thing that like everybody's no, heard of. Who's that actor? He's I, a famous actor. I still don't know what it's from. I still um, can't place it. Oh, what's still, 
It's just okay. From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. A nickel bag is sold in the park. I want in. You guys got fat while everyone is starving on the streets. It's my turn. And it just kind of ends. And I like the use of this because it communicates well in the sense of him maybe looking at the rap game right now. Him being an OG type. He's ready to come back in. Take his claim type shit. And he's willing to just roll with it. Uh, but again, my main criticism of this is that it's in like the same vein as the intro it's cool but it just feels like you went to youtube to mp3 and like clipped it and like stuck it on the album and eh, that's a four on five for me it works but i don't know that i appreciate it as much as i would if like it felt like more effort was put into it it's okay um i mean i feel like he's just whining with it a little bit like everybody's out here been eating y'all didn't share no 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 and it's just like but is that i kind of just feel like but is that really everyone else's fault that you're not eating or getting a piece of the pie just my own opinion not to bag on him not to shit on him like i do totally respect what he does and he's fucking good like i'm not taking that away from him i'm just like the way i took this interlude i was like but is it really anyone else's fault that you're not eating in the in the term that he's using i mean maybe maybe i i don't know i don't know i just feel like maybe you know you work harder you do something you invest in different other things you stop I fucking mean, around it's kind of looking us. at like the institution or the game in a sense where everybody's kind of like doing the same thing or making some carbon copy this, this shit's been working and certain people have been profiting but everybody oh, else is kind of like hungry industry and, plants type thing and everybody like just, you gotta all be like this certain sound and this certain thing i mean i related to music industry or just entertainment in general but i took it more like mad child's returning to like maybe bring some integrity back to the game right it's more what i took from that i still think it's lazy that's what i'm trying to say anyway you know it's not lazy the next song which had effort and a beat and raps and everything fucking put into it it's called dreaded force oh the dude's name is christopher walken okay so it's christopher walken that's dope dreaded force chris time waits for no man unless you are the rock i don't understand that line can somebody please explain to me why the time waits for the rock is that because it's like the prison the rock or are we talking about that if you smell with the rock that rock like i don't know which like rock Dwayne the rock johnson yeah i thought it would be more was fun he though. in a movie that has to do with like time i don't know but there's also like to prison with but then there's a, a man is the rock i got so confused by that line and i didn't understand what it really really meant that's okay um i mean maybe he's making a reference to the old school prisons where they had to like chip at rocks in due maybe. time anyway like this one just kind of i really like to catch a hot flash like a bitch on menopause line i was like thinking about it and i'm like actually it's pretty it's pretty fucking like it's pretty apt, man. You know, you get caught up in the rage of a moment ready to go. Like a biological phenomenon that happens to ladies, showing some awareness and whatnot. Everywhere I go, I get an applause. So you'd better pause jaws that'll crush your head of draws like I'm a dreaded farce. So I get the feeling that in this track, Mad Child is going to be an ill rapper that can murk you. 
It's been crucial from the start. Life was brutal without heart. Nothing's beautiful without my dark and mutinous remarks. But at the same time, like, I want to be, like, critical or make fun of it in any kind of way. But no, that's actually really powerful. Like, he's had a hard life and mm-hmm. he's coming through. And with his dark perspective, it's really, like, something, you know. Harsh demanded sentences. I, I vent, resent, authority, formerly a king now broken. Normally feel horribly. It's easy leaving people spreading evil and disease. Please believe the devil's reach is still as lethal as I please. Flows on through. And, like, I don't know. I thought it was pretty strong. It's, it's just another verse of, like, him kind of looking at at his mistakes his past and kind of being reflective while pointing out he's real and dope and then ending it on a strange one okay i'm ironclad obey the giant man kkk i'll take on an entire clan hey i mean okay that's a weird one like i get where you're coming from it's an anti-kkk line it's still a weird pun to me um, but it's okay. It's totally fine. I'm a weirdo. I don't think that my my perspective counts all that much anyway. I didn't feel I'm that type of shit. That strong. It's a fine hook and it's a fine beat and it all works together for like the style of it is. But it's got like some fun lines like fucking turn it all around for this crazy dude. Take my pants off and jacket blink and do a 182. And I'm hey. like that actually because take my pants off uh, take off my take off my pants and jacket is actually an album we reviewed on this channel i love it it's a great album blink and do a 182 and the fact that he referenced one of my favorite blink albums in such a creative way is pretty fucking cool um you know uh, landed on this planet from a ufo my cape song feeling like my life's the mr lonely song from akon and i'm like these are references I understand because he's old and he's not making young people rap. None of this shit's new, so it's all good to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it's just, or put a gas mask on, I'm in a psycho realm. I don't think Chris understood that one, but we reviewed the psycho realm no and their way. first I, album with the gas mask on it, and the psycho realm's fucking I, mad dope. I, I did the thumbnail. So the so overall, didn't you didn't listen to the album, so you don't know how dope they are. But I knew the reference. All I'm trying to say is it was actually got really cool. Like, it, it, it's, it's, little lines to catch out it shows his vast interest in different things um and overall he raps as consistently as he's been doing on the rest of his fucking album so i give it a 4.4 the only line i really liked was the kkk clan line uh the uh okay i'm ironclad obey the giant man kkk i'll take out an entire clan that was really just kind of stand out to me um everything else on the track follows suit you kind of covered everything the akon line was also cool um i like how uh, greetings i'm from another planet sleeping for a while but i don't want another xanax i on this planet from a ufo my cape's on feeling like my life's from mr like i like the bars they're good i just okay this is cool it's a four i don't actually have anything to say all right that's fine i'm not gonna lie this album is very consistent so in a lot of cases if you're not really looking at the particular lines you might come off on your first listen like damn this is a lot of the same thing but i really think it's it's a little bit more than that and there is some nuance to the emotion that he's putting forward to it anyway the next track on this project number 10 is called no separation so having people who can really sing well do the choruses is a very good move for mad child in my opinion like this hook is really a powerful one on this album i think is really enjoyable um so what's the difference between a prince and a pauper a hunter or a flower boy the world to the nation there's no separation of god let you rain down proudly i break down to my knees i need some answers please 
And I think, you know, you listen to that and it's kind of pointing out at the end of the day, no matter what your station is in life, who you're at, where you are or whatever, from the perspective of God and the rain, what's the fucking difference, you know? We all get wet together. Um, And then, I don't know, the beat's kind of like more of that deep and pensive and you're supposed to get all like feeling in it and whatnot. And then from the rapping perspective... Okay, I'm coming back to murder all the uh, murder the mall clowning on me. Got the rain pouring down while I'm down on my knees. I'm soul searching to the sound of the speed because I don't want to look up and feel him frowning on me. And I'm I like, like that. Damn, he's kind of rapping about looking up at God and like trying to find some solace in like the middle of this darkness because this beat's kind of inspiring him and shit, you know? I'm the hardest of misfits with a Spartan's existence, rapping like it's Christmas and snapping because I'm gifted. King Shark with a body of a Hulk. Don't bother bothering me. I cause bodily assault. Hey, and it's just like my blood bleed red supreme supreme backpack bitch I, want, I don't wait in line we get fast track and it's almost like <laughs> Florida Walt Disney World fast track yep uh, or even other round you got the fast track yeah it's called something else but it's the same I thing. think it's fast track or is it fast pass I think it's like the fast pass okay or whatever so I'll it's try the same to, concept yeah so like what I just I like the way he flows over it I like the rhymes I feel like he's really kind of going a little bit more lyrical flowing it proper on that like slower things and I like the line did so much acid I get too many flashbacks I know like somebody who's done a lot of acid and it's like in a way, creepy, but interesting to have conversations with this person, the way they kind of, everything you may do or everything you may kind of talk about brings them to this next, like, fucked up level. So I just I just kind of knew what he was coming from. I, in a way, I knew where he was coming from for that, so I thought that was a cool line. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got lines like, the greatest warrior, I'm Braveheart. I'm Braveheart, bitch. First of all, it's William fucking Wallace, okay? Good movie, though. Amazing movie. Plus, riding every night like it's a graveyard shift. I kill them all, crushing small barn, wheel spinning in my head with rusty ball bearings. You know, I again, I'm, I'm kind of left with a similar feeling as I have for the rest of the album. This is really well-written sh- shit. When I think about the song, I think the, the chorus really carries it. And Mad Child's all right on it. The beat's all right on it. But... I don't know that outside of the chorus, this one really ensnares me so much. I think it's a well-made track. The, the mixing and stuff is dope. The mixing on this album is actually really good. He's very clear on every song. The beats always sound proper. Kudos to the sound engineers. They did a really good job on this project. Um, I get it's a 4.25. I don't know if it's maybe just because I feel like it's been a bit a lot of the same thing so far and it's hard for me to keep getting into the same subject matter, but it's a good version of the song and I don't know. I feel like, yeah, 4.25 is what I was left with on this one. I give it a 4.2 because I do like the break with the sing-songy feel. I like the chorus um, on it, so I do enjoy that. But I do agree that <clears throat> the verses are solid. They they are exactly what Mad Child does, um, at least so far from what I'm seeing on the project. And they're consistent, so... No, I mean, like, this one has this, like, God perspective, too. And, like, it, there is nuanced differences. I'm not trying to imply that they're all the same songs. I do think this one's more pensive and maybe less I'm the best fucking rapper. But it still kind of boils down to he's a great fucking rapper that's talented. And then the other stuff surrounding that is I a mean, little bit different. He's also, you know, self-aware. And he's also kind of bringing the same type of uh, emotions and the same type of things that he's been talking about on the other tracks. It's just another version of yeah something we've already kind of gotten so 
That's okay. To change up the vibe a little bit, I'm going to quote a song that will insert the title of the next one. Follow the leader, 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 follow the leader. Follow the leader. It's called follow, but follow the leader. Le <laughs> is that not a hype song? It is. All right. So what's really amazing is when it goes up, down, up, down, everybody up, down, up, down, and now one hand in the air and turn to the left, to the right, left, right. Follow the leader, leader. I did, I did look up the lyrics to follow the leader just so I could start that off like that. That is the lyrics to that other song. But we're here to talk about Follow by Mad Child, which is an endearing song. It's a positive inspiration That's song. It's really like just follow your fucking dreams and just keep doing you because if you kind of stick with your dreams and your focus, you'll achieve it. And it's got some like stark, like fucking real realism in it. Like somewhere where he's like, I've been rapping for fucking ever, you know? You didn't just I, fucking happen. You expect overnight success? I've been rapping half my life. That's you know? Mind. Now take a real good, I mean, a close look at me hard. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm a fucking retard. I mean, can we say that? I don't know. I just did because I'm <laughs> quoting him. But, like, I think he can get away with it. Um, I was working at Subway thinking to myself that I got to make it someday. I just finished being homeless. My grandma took me in, having problems with the family and not too many friends. My girlfriend who just broke my heart. Yeah, the same one. No money, no car, man, the same phone. But I was riding every day, freestyling at the bus stop. Wait, the same girlfriend or the same heart? I think it's the same girlfriend that he's talked about in the past. My life's a joke and this must stop. Broke as shit. How can I get everyone to open with my raps? I was focusing and, you know, he just kind of like describing like his hardships and shit versus mm -hmm. all of his like desires to like make it through there. And uh, I don't know. I really felt that like this was the really good change of pace that should have come a little bit earlier in the project. But like everything about this song is kind of his little story of some of the real struggle that he had to get into selling some weed taking chances trying to get some money together to like figure out a way to like get his shit together and whatnot and then at the end of the day he pulls it all off he got the secret to success he makes a five-year plan and what's cool about that idea is that pretty much everybody that's successful will tell you all about visualizing, creating a five to 10 year plan, working backwards, and you'll understand exactly like, so if in 10 years you wanna be all this person, who do you have to be in nine years? And who do you have to be in eight years? And then you go look at that and you work your way backwards and you'll find out what you have to do next year to get to that place. So it's just, the idea is no matter who you are, you can make that plan and you can work towards that dream because over a five year period of time, you can accomplish a fuck ton of stuff. And I really felt that, again, it had the stark realism, everything else going into it, but it was nice. It was, like, nice to just get something different from him on this project, like a, specific, like a drastically different song. So I gave it a 4.35 on 5. This actually got a 4.5 for me. I really uh, like this. Now, I just want to, like, contextualize how I feel with this, right? Um it's not really just like the lyrics themselves all right it's it's again this you can do it this positive feeling this i believe in you know my fans and uh, and for the kids who feel like they have nothing and and i believe in you guys to to follow your dreams and make it out and build success and achieve um and again he uses his his experiences and his story to kind of give us some insight on how he made it but i don't kind of, i don't feel like he's telling us to you know go sell weed and do this and this it's just 
go do other things that maybe you might have to do in your field or in your lane or or, or however it is. But I really felt like I, I really felt like this was a different change, a different pace, a different feel to the album, which I mean, I, I, I get that. I guess the album is supposed to be dark and demonic and all this stuff. But like, it, it's nice to have, a, I guess it was a refreshing to have a little bit of a breath air in terms of something different. It's so, totally refreshing. I put it a 4.5 and I do agree with you. I think this should have been somewhere a little bit earlier. Like some just people cut the tension maybe like, halfway. I get that some people might want to hear like the same kind of song over and over and over again. But I don't think that like any of the legendary albums that really lasted the test of the time were so static. Pretty much everything that was like considered a classic to some point had a pretty solid degree of variable subject matter that got explored on the project. Even if half the album is just flexing, there'd still be that other half that had storytelling, that had this, that had that. But and I think it's really important, you know, to create an engaging album that will listen over time and i feel like mad child's got a lot of the way there on this project but in a sense up until this point we may have had like three distinct subject matters and that was uh i don't know let's say nine songs of the project and so i'm not trying to shit on mad child he's extremely good at what he does i'm it's just not that isn't super engaging to me compared to some other stuff like it makes me kind of wonder what like what he can do next or like where's the stories that's something that i feel like we need a lot more of on this project with some right. stories you know anyway that's totally fine there's still a few more tracks on this album and a good story one to come in the meantime why don't we talk about cold blooded why is like the beat saying this distorted shit you can barely hear like Sounds like some type of like chant. But like he's saying words. I can't. I, can, I heard the one I had the headphones on. I could hear it clearly, but now I couldn't hear it, and I can't. I didn't write it down, so I don't know what he said. Sorry, but like, man, it's like I don't know how I feel about this beat. Like, it, I'm not like the biggest fan of like voices in a beat in general. Like, I tend to avoid that for myself. I think they're like okay sometimes they can be done right but like that's all the hook was was the voices in this beat kind of doing their little chanty thing well right but i think that this whole like I, that's why i said it's a kind of like a chant this whole song is just kind of three verses kind of take it as like three phrases three paragraphs three what are, what are they called um, i don't know like the sections of like a like a like a like a poem or something like and their I, stanzas is that what you meant stanzas anyway no I don't, I don't think it's that uh but anyway the point is it's it i feel like he he spits his first every like in the background there people are kind of chanting and they're kind of like putting him on this pedestal and they're like summoning the god demon of whatever and he just kind of does his first verse says what he has to say they chant they chant they chant second verse da, 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 they chant they chant because there's not even a chorus or a hook to really break up the whole verse part so i feel like the theme of this is just like again more bars i'm better than you this is who i am like first one i'm a soldier you're a farmer with a pitchfork john wick kill every assassin on the switchboard except uh, expert at exerting text words with texture absurd i axe murder tracks like i'm dexter it's dope for sure bars are fire the wordplay is cool the way he's like following the drums and he's really like oh dexter like kind of getting into it is dope um but like it's just more bars very consistent very 
you know, uh, verse, uh, something I actually liked in verse two was, uh, fucked up, fucked up so many times. Let God forgive me. Thank God I can spit a six sixteen. drug money, rap money ain't worth six sixteen. Now I, I, I like that realization. Like, you know, I went from doing this, this, and this to spitting actual bars, being able to craft these like masterpieces or whatnot and be able to make profit off of it. So I don't have to be in that type of life anymore. That's cool. Verse three, he starts off with 130,000 on my whip, wearing ripped jeans, 100,000 on my other whip, making quick cream. Okay. So now we talk about money and that was basically the whole song i liked it i thought it was cool i kind of enjoyed the whole chanty feel and everything uh but there wasn't really much to this more than that i left it with a 4.2 and it's fine i mean this is one of my least favorite ones on this project i mean it's still well done like it meets all the basic checklist of a good song well mixed the beats all right the rapping's on point nothing's like bad about it there's nothing goofy nothing in the lyrics or whatever um, I mean, so bloody reckless. If I don't write things that are not very promising, not many strong him, but not lots of common sense. Shit, caught a uh, mill on Japanese garmentry. Did more pills in the back of a pharmacy. Spectacle, skeptical. Replicas blocked out. Put me in the ring. That's a technical knockout. It's good rhymes. If you're into that, like, super battle rappy style of shit. It's flossy. It's, it's all right. But I feel like... It's my of all the ones that we've done, I feel like I don't know. There were I'd much rather listen to like a Watergate or a you know, something like that. Or Times Change was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it I get the purpose of this song. I just don't think it's all that fly. I think it's too honest. He's like he's too honest about his life. Like it's not fake fly where it's almost fun to listen to because it's fantastical it's like super honest real fly where it's like yo you got like a really good honesty to you Mm -hmm. on the other hand i don't know maybe i'm just maybe what i'm saying is coming off negative or critical and that's not really what i'm trying to do i i'm not as into this because it just kind of is like a vapid version of good writing to me there's nothing wrong with it it's just not like next level to me there's not anything here that i'm really connecting with that's fine um i don't have a lot more to say i give it a 4.1 i recognize it's decent it's well made and i could see how a lot of other people like i feel like this might be for like his core fans that are wanting that grimy ass mad child to come in and just slay some shit that's cool i understand the point of something like this anyway you have anything more to say on this one no well, the next one is called Soiled in Regret. See, I feel like this one's already better. It's got like a, a more fun energy to it. You're right. kind of boiling through it. All right, it's cool. It's like it's fun murdering words that are blood curdling, but now you must live under a rock if you ain't heard of them. Like, Mad Child, come on, let's be real, dude. You're a Canadian rapper. Like, I just want to put things in context. A lot of people in the underground are going to know who you are because as far as Canadian underground rappers go, you got it, dog. You are like probably one of the most famous there is but you're a canadian rapper in the underground a lot of people haven't heard of you and they're probably not living under rocks because of that i'm just i'm just saying i get it it's, it's supposed to be like a fly ride and like i'm dope and you should know who i am and shit but like 
Canada's hip hop scene isn't that big of a disarray, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So anyway, mad child, I don't need a shoulder to cry on. I talk soft and I walk with a firearm. I just need to put in work and I will flourish. I'm hungry. I'm snapping on these tracks like I'm malnourished. No more light to these fakes and these hoes making cake off my name. Not a bakery's closed. Like the rest of the verse, though, that's actually really fucking nice, man. He's calm. He's coming in through. He's ready to do anything he's got to do to make it work. He's hungry. He's pretending. Like, he's he's a, he's pretending like he hit his most desperate. Like he's got to come in. He's not letting people take advantage of him uh, no more. You know. And it's like it's fun gathering. It's fun gathering words. I'm staying ravenous. Words we playing savages. You know, like just feel like this energy coming through. Like. Like he's vicious. Like you, you believe it a lot more. I feel on this song, you know. Not just vicious, but I also feel like there's this aspect of him finding some type of peace in terms of building this puzzle of words and making them fit together. And in this way, he's kind of like showing you, like this is how I try to maintain my 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 sanity. This is how I, you know, try to fight the demons or whatnot. But it's even like even the rhymes are just more fun. Like time to catch a red eye flight, black hoodie on my head, like a Jedi knight. That's a dope way. Aren't you just like sitting there going like, yeah, I can't help it. That's a dope way to say he's smoking a joint. Yeah. But it's also like at the same time, like he's catching a midnight flight, you know, so that's a red eye. But he's also just got his hoodie on because motherfucking Jetty's got hoodies, hoods on. Jetties? Jedis. (laughs) Do some stupid shit again. You can bet I might. 200 shows straight and my head ain't right. I'm just grinding. I'm working. I'm doing all that shit. I like this one, man. Automatic weapon in my firepower, Merkum. Fuck these Satan rappers, a higher power lurking. Met so many fake people that I stopped mingling. I'm burning every rapper out. Chopped kindling. Because uh, kindling is like the little like fucking wood things used for a fire. And then he's going to burn the rappers because he's like the kindling. And he sets the flame up. He's fired like a motherfucker. He's so fired, he's got a red one and a zero and a zero with a line under it next to three flame emojis. He's that legit, bro. So I like the self-aware line of hard to be a leader when your ass don't function. Followers don't know you're on a path of destruction, self-sabotage shit. I'm a savage god. It's like that is hard hitting a lot more than I think people think or at least I believe because it's it's a it's so self-aware that like maybe some artists in the mainstream that have high fans bases and some of the rappers that are really 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 you know popular should kind of take from this line and kind of realize that some of their followers are blindly following them and they don't actually realize how dangerous it could be that's just my opinion no names but that was really cool to me that was actually some like something like holy shit we really need to think about who we decide to follow and we really need to think about who you want to you know kind of model yourself after so that was super cool um i left the song with a 4.2 everything else was just you know the same not trying to be negative i had a 4.25 i liked it i thought it was pretty good um I, my favorite part of the song though was at the end when he goes i don't know man i think i like this one better than the last one and i agreed with him i really do like this one better than the last one but you know what i like better than this one i like the next one let's talk about forget about you this is fucking great this is the best song on the album this is like I didn't know you had it in you, Mad Child. And then you did this. And it set a new standard for this album that made me like, that's part of why some of those other grades are less good. Because this is that amazing. 
it's first of all the soft freshness of the guitar coming in <coughs> you're like okay right, take this away it's very different take this away she's doing this little singy no, all i want to do is forget about you all i want to do is get you out of my head and i'm like is he actually killing his hook he is he's killing that hook oh baby it's not your fault it just wasn't meant to be and i'm like he killed the hook he did it i'm going crazy how could you leave me do anything to get you back please believe me and he's got like that poppy happy zippy voice to it which we have not heard that on this album i i give it to you absolutely not because you make my life complete now i'm losing weight and i don't like to eat since you flowers and a stuffed animals what you didn't get them you better not be fucking someone or you'll both regret it i know i'm pathetic everything is copacetic that could really get to me but i won't let it you're so cute and sweet and petite i think about you with other guys and beat my meat i guess i'm sorry okay. i was mean to you <laughs> and i'm like so it's like this goofy song about this guy who lost a girl and he's really going. A guy or him? He is the guy okay, who lost good. his girl. And he's just like obsessed with this like story. fucking girl. And to the point where he's like tripping and he's like trying to get her back and stuff. And he's so obsessed with her that the thought of her fucking other people is enough to like get him going. And then going right into that like bridge. I guess I'm sorry I was mean to you. I never meant to make you sad. If I had the chance to change my ways, I'd probably stay the same. Don't ask me to apologize because I'm a piece of shit. All I want to do is forget about you. No, but like, it's just more that, like, from a songwriting perspective, it's got the bridges, the hooks. Yes. The bridges yes. is like, they're all hooky and bridgy. Yes. The verses are well constructed, moving the story along. Like, boy, it didn't take for long for you to bounce right back. Me, I look like I smoked an ounce of crap. I can't get home. Never been in such a slump. It's like every girl I meet can tell I just got dumped. I, I get head from crap. hookers, but it's just not the same. I sit alone in my car and rain and think about how you told me not to call you again. Can't escape it. I'm always in pain. Working out helps. Hit the sauna after. Rifle to your trash can. Looking at night. Looking for condom wrappers. Maybe we'd be better off if one of us was dead. I'll flip a coin. Heads or tails. I'll let you know how it went. This reminds me of like when Eminem could do like the I'm a psycho crazy obsessive yeah. girl song. Yeah. But like pull it off and it was hilarious. Right. And this is the first time I've heard anybody pull it off and be fucking funny and fresh and like like he's just so pathetic he's not dangerous in his song and Fair like enough. the fact that he's owning it like in a sense you can almost picture this this actually might have happened i'm not saying it did mad child shane if you're watching this i'm not saying it did but like it's believable that it could have happened given the character he's presented us to this yes. whole album yes but i think it's just like a goofy stepping into it and like you know just picturing oh shit what if he has a bigger dick and right now he's dicking her down with his iphone taking pics let's see i need a knife rope and a masking tape part of me would like to see her fuck him while i masturbate did i just say that out loud i think i could use a new girl right about now and the thing that makes this song truly remarkable is i don't know a single guy that when they're in their heartbroken i want her back face doesn't think and act in their mind that stupid are we Okay. This hold, has nothing hold on. to do with I, you. No, no, no. This has nothing to do with me, but I just want to make sure what hill we are dying on. Nobody's dying on a hill. I'm saying that as dudes, when you miss her, you're like, it's okay. When you when, like you miss her and you want her back. But I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, I miss you so much. I want to like beat my meat while you fuck your next man. You're not. But imagine you were to crank that up a little bit for the sake of a song. Yeah, now next thing you know, you're beating your meat. Or maybe, maybe you're so into her 
that the idea of it, you can't even help it because she's involved and it's not like a happy one. You're like, <laughs> and you're just like beating your meat while crying over her. Either way, this song is great. As far as the songs go, I think it showed the best level of songwriting on the album. The highest level of interest on the album, man. Damn. I just wasn't expecting it, man. I felt like I was being kind of miserable. And then this shit, just like, I was like, this is great. This isn't just good. This is Tony the Tiger fucking great. That's right. Big Daddy Kane made a Tony the Tiger reference recently that we heard. So, you don't like it? Okay, it's not that I don't like it. It The honest truth is I didn't care at this point. Um, unfortunately, at this point in the album, I was just like, you. I went this long to get something that was almost completely storytelling, full-on, like, different animated life. And I, I just, I, even when I, and again, I reviewed this project twice, um, even the second time around, I was just like, I... I don't actually care. Um, I like the quirkiness, the goofiness, and everything he does with it. I just didn't... There was no, like, error. Sorry. So, I left it with a four. I do give him his credit for it. I do, you know, admire and respect what he can do. And it and it's lively. It's got life. It's got all of these fun, fun things. I just wasn't really in the mood either time. So... That's fair. This song is amazing, and you should check it out. I would call it a standout song on this album. Okay, so why don't we talk about the stuff that Elon Musk uses to spend rockets to space in SpaceX. Did you see that? Well, there's plenty of them. They've, I saw the recent one, the Arab side. That was cool to watch. Uh, Bonnie works for uh, a, a company that try, from Israel that launched a satellite to the moon. And failed to get there. They crashed onto the moon and just added to the rubble. I don't know if that was the Arab sound, but I just watched it. No, that like... was another one. But then okay. SpaceX also had another one recently. Yes. That's that... right. Fuck NASA. They're not doing shit. Private corporations. Watch it. It's so cool. I felt like really dope. Like, honestly, watching rockets and stuff, like, I don't know how y'all let, like, you as in, like, you 45-year-old. you see the, the self-landing boosters? All I'm trying to say is you guys in their 40s Stop. and shit, how the hell did you let rockets not be a priority? Like, how did you guys not care Stop about space boosters. like i don't understand it y'all just let this happen anyway we need more space shit because it's dope all right let's talk about rocket fuel so prevails dope this felt like i was listening to some good old-fashioned swollen members goodness um, one swollen member song i know but i can't remember it swollen always brings it it's, it's we went through one. this fucking earlier this is how we started the podcast i know but i didn't like or uh <clears throat> Swollen members gonna make our mark. Take a minute, we'll remember who it takes to talk. Maybe it's hot shit. He says it's hot shit a whole bunch of times, huh? Or um anyway, then there's another Furtado one, breathe or whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of swollen member songs. Um but this one has uh it just starts off my name is P-R-E-V-A-I-L. And I'm like, that's bold doing the spelling out your name move. I got to get this off my chest. I got a story to tell. If you rebel against the status quo, my savage flow is not for the average, though. They don't know from the bow to the arrow through flesh and bone and marrow. I'll shoot you out the skyline like I was aiming at a sparrow. It's not the hardest shit I've ever heard. 
but damn does it flow nice and do I enjoy listening to it. Prevail fucking does a good job on this verse. It's, it's fun to listen to, you know. I'll fully automatically eradicate your name. My affidavit is a favorite while you fabricate your fame. I bash these little bastards while I try to change the lane. Pass it in a plane, a locomotive when I'm overloaded. Colder than a minus 40 night. You know I wrote it. That's how you know he's fucking Canadian. Because we know what the fuck that means. That shit's cold. We get negative for it. And that's Celsius, motherfuckers. That's not no Fahrenheit, okay? Celsius. It's colder. Um, actually, I think at negative 50, both of them hit the same number. I digress. Then um, Mad Child comes in. One thing I can't say is I am the smartest. That's fair. He's not the smartest. But don't worry about a thing because we band the hardest. Show up at your show and your gang departed. We don't diss kids. I already disregarded. One thing I can say is I am retarded. I don't think you can say that in 2019, Mad Child. Even if, even if you might be, I don't think you can say that. We don't worry about a thing because we ban the hardest. Well, he's not worried about it. Anyway, the Mad Child does his verse. <laughs> well, he's not worried about it. Fuck it. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, everybody who's paying attention knows. Social you justice know. warriors go. It's not just that. I mean, it's not a social justice issue. There's just. There's a reason why people are saying don't say retarded. Fair enough. It's because it's a derogatory term and the same slew as everything else for a group of people. So, yes, you could look at it like it's a social justice issue. I look at it like it's a common decency issue. You either want to be an asshole or you don't. So, I think Mad Child's made it clear he doesn't want to be an asshole anymore. Just throwing it out there. Maybe it's not the smartest thing, but that's okay because he can carry the load. He's got the heaviest sword. His shit will never be the same. Is that how you say that word? It's a way of saying it. My shit will never be the same like 70s porn. I ain't trying to go pop, motherfucker. I'm too cold. Already know the prize. It's a bucket of fool's gold. Keep your eyes up for a poisonous snakes. If all dogs go to heaven, then my homies are straight it's fine it's like totally fine it's a little goofy to me but i fucking find it fun all right these other rappers suck guilty as charged time flying so you'll never see me lollygag these rappers lying they're afraid to take a polygraph mad child's dope on that stupid and that shit i don't know what to tell you man i don't know if this is actually good or if i just really like it because he's fucking dead serious about rapping the word lollygag it's actually dope. All Dogs Go to Heaven's a good movie, all right? It's a heart warmer and shit. It is. All I'm trying to say is this song is all right. I really enjoyed this. I gave this track a 4.35. It was dope. I gave this song a 4.2. It has energy. It's all lively. It's it's bar-filled, so, I mean, it's cool. Prevail did well for, for having a different feature on the track who's rapping. Did well. But it's like... It's like, it's it's a weird thing. It would be like, take any duo you've ever heard of, <clears throat> and then featuring the guy that's your duo. Right? It's it's not just a random guy. It's like his, his For boy. me, it's random, though. Like, it's my first actual project. I can't even fucking remember Swollen Members, to tell you the truth. So this is... That's on you. This is that. that You're is a bad Canadian. Well, I was young at the time. Swollen... Okay, go on. But the point is, um, it's, it's a good song. I left it with a 4.2. Uh, at this point, like I'm having that. You, just you have to go home and listen to Lady Venom. I'll go home and listen to Lady Venom, but at this point on this album, more bars. Awesome. Like Prevail has classic bars like "We built a foundation, brick by brick, eye for eye." Keep your eyes on this. That's from Bring It Home. Anyway, go on. How was it? Four point two. All right, we bring it in. The terror. Okay, I have very mixed feelings here. I don't even know where to start. 
Sam Nider, gorgeous hook. The, yep. the, the terror song, absolutely banger. Yep. Like, this is one of the strongest fucking songs on the project. And yep. I suppose if you're going to end out your album, smart move. But Mad Child, it's 2019. Let's have a conversation here. <laughs> there is a portion of your audience that's going to buy some discs, put that CD in their compact <laughs> disc player, get to the last song, play it all the way through hear that 30 40 seconds of silence and then get smacked with that bonus track bro it's 2019 i looked at that the silence came i looked at the track length and said oh did he really skip it ahead a bit he did he did i made a video on the history of fucking hidden tracks okay basically streaming services killed this particular move because it's just awkward if you want to listen to like that song what it comes on and then you have to scroll over it it just it it works on cds because of like that surprise factor because you have to go to the seed like let's say if you're walking around or you have the time it's like or like you would forget about it or like it would end and you would just think it ended and maybe you weren't able to change it and then oh there's this surprise (laughs) or especially if you never like let it play before in a couple of times that was an experience anyway so mad child did that but but actually was just weird for me i thought it was kind of cool in terms of like authentic or like old school hip hop. No, like I thought no, it no, was no. like this isn't just a hip hop thing. Everybody did it, like everybody. So he is bringing it back. It's not something it's to bring back. Not, I'm not. Listen, <laughs> I'm not com- compact discs are over. It's done. We've moved past that part of life. If you're an independent rapper, <laughs> there's very small opportunities that on your first album you should be buying fucking discs to be pushing now if you can sell to the streets do the disc thing if you a corporate america fucker like me just do the digital thing and don't do this shit just nobody should do this shit is there a way that you can like change the time length and actually surprise people not in a digital format in my opinion but i mean there is a hidden track and you can like listen to it but it's just fucking weird i just think it's a weird thing to do in 2019 anyway <clears throat> so the first song it's all right he comes in he got that like bridge like the the nights are blind and polarized sober lies terror terror and this girl definitely is not wearing a bra in the video and she's in the tv she doesn't have to wear a bra she's not the I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's just I sometimes wonder who's more fortunate, the ladies that have to wear a bra because they're so large or the ladies that have the small ones that don't have to wear a bra. I mean, think about the economic savings on bras. At like $40 a bra times X over life, if you can get away without having to wear bras a lot, you save a lot of money. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyways, and then Mad Child comes in and his rap's just fucking proper. Terrorized until it's paralyzed and take a look into my soul. Very scary as you can see the experience. It is agonizing. When I was younger, I was cocky and antagonizing. Broke the wall, I mean the happy. That's surprising. I watched the phoenix from the ashes rising. Ah, oh, it's good. He just fucking spits uh, out his shit, his heart and soul. And he's fucking flowing over this excellent beat. The second verse is the same kind of thing, you know? Uh, spit so cold on my ice culture fuck with my culture you'll see flying vultures truth is blinding like a light so i lived in darkness fell down the rabbit hole empty soul becomes heartless flows it through and it's just kind of that and it ends like he's so authentic and legitimate that he brings in that shit and that's what creates the terror and it's powerful his experiences his past then there's a bunch of silence 
So I get that song a 4.75. It would have got a 5 if it wasn't for the hidden track thing. I'm actually punishing the song for this bullshit. How do you feel about the first part of the song? It was good. I like the girl on the track. I like the hook. It's just, it's a banger track if this was somewhere in the middle. No, it was a great closer without the bonus track. Okay, fine. I'll give it to him. It is a great closer without the... With with or without, it's a great closer. It's just, for me, this is just a better version of whatever song I just listened to that talked about your past struggle and your twisted thoughts and how you live in terror. So that's kind of where i sat on it i was like no this is really good and the production and the mixing and the voices and even the music video is good and the way they have like the 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 camera and the recording and the popping and the nod and this and that it's great but i'm just like this is the better version of what i just got what i did give credit to was the sneak song and only because the first time i reviewed it i completely forgot it was five minutes so i just like at the 34 second i cut the whole you got tricked on a digital I, service I, I i got tricked because i wasn't paying attention no but hold on hold on hold on what got... a way to invalidate everything i just said <laughs> eh thanks chris listen listen i got tricked because when I reviewed it, because I was listening to, I was listening to, uh, I was re- like listening to it on the way here, and at the last track, I was like, all right, well, that's you know, kind of feel the same way. I kind of feel all this, and then it just hit me, and I went, oh, myself. That's all that really matters to me. <laughs> yes, I am the loser that I got tricked on a digital no, it's, it's thing. Fine. Uh, but that's the next line comes in. It's this whole. What did you give the first part? I gave the whole thing a four point three. I didn't give it two parts. I took I it gave as them one separate thing. grades because the second song comes in and it's actually all right. I'm conceited, got a big ego. My personalities are like where he goes, we go. Stay with my people. I'm not a selfish guy. I like go for me, myself, and I. Too many problems with the world, outside world to list. Why they gotta be like that when I'm like this? Follow my lead and pay attention to me so I can finally fucking be what I'm pretending to be. You should concentrate on making life better than me. Anyway, it's just kind of that. And there's a second verse. That's why I'm never by myself in a place that's crowded. I'm paranoid. Can you blame us? I ain't trying to take some bullets to get famous. And overall, it's just an egocentric song about how he's fucking vain. And that's the second one. So I give it a 4.35 because it's not as good as Terror. But it really ruined Terror's ending of the album with this little bonus track that should have just been a bonus track put us bonus and come on on the deluxe edition like every other motherfucker does anyway that's this project i guess unless you have thoughts on the bonus track no the bonus track was okay so i gave this album a 4.35 on five like i think it's pretty solid i think it um it's got really well written raps his hooks are very hit or miss you're either gonna like them or not um i think when he's on with a hook it's fucking fire i think when he features for the hook it's a good move his rapping is super consistent throughout the whole project if you like it you're gonna fucking love it if you're on the fence about it you might have songs you like um if you don't like it on the first couple of songs try like the first four or five and then you're probably not gonna like the rest of it if you still don't my only real criticism is i think I think he could be a little more interesting and to take his stories and his imagination and to really go one step 
more with it than what he's been doing here i mean i love the honesty side and the reflective stuff but i feel like I, I, we just dabbled on things the whole way through we didn't really go deep into anything and i would love to see mad child go deep into some real shit because i bet his story could change lives if he really like went out with this more if he can stick with his like up and up path that he appears to be on mm -hmm. i think he can really do a lot of interesting things with his lyrics nice Overall, the album came to a 4.13 with me. Um, I, I liked it. I think that it was a cool album to review in terms of a, a new artist. I, like Again, I've never really actually went on Mad Child, him, his own solo thing. So, um, but this, I don't, I don't think this is an album that I'm going to be rushing back to or like going to a specific song on this. Um, I feel like... I could put any song and I would basically have heard the album. And I don't say that in like a bad way. It's just how I'm taking it. It's not like I'm going to be sitting there like, Ooh, which one do I want to listen first? Because besides the four that are different, I could just pick one and it's practically the same. That's just my opinion. He is a very good artist. He does have lyrical proficiency and his the way he builds the the puzzles with the words is just really great. But I stand where I stand. Fair enough. Thank you all for watching. We totally appreciate you being here with us. Feel free to hit us up in the comments and give us your thoughts on anything in particular. And yeah, if you make that effort to leave a comment, I'll make that answer effort to answer you. Uh, before we leave up, I want to give a special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Linda Williams, DJ Black Hurricane, and Jonathan Barnes. They support what we, what we do. They help us get a new camera. They, they basically, you know, support us. And they get to tell us what albums thank they want to see us review thank you, thank every you. couple of weeks. They pick it. Um, they get access to content early when we're on time with it. And... Um, as we flush out the channel, they'll get some extra also interesting perks that we'll invent in the future. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, if you're not down for that, feel free to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, feel free to leave the comments. We can have a little conversation. I dropped a project recently. It's all on the channel, and I'm going to be kind of finished recording the full version of it. It was like the little EP version, and the full version's coming later on this year. So finally finished recording that. You can check out a little sample now. And yeah, why don't you let me know what you think of that. And uh, it's on Bandcamp and Spotify and shit too also soundcloud anyway let me know what you think and uh we'll be back with more shit soon so have yourselves a wonderful evening day whenever you're watching this peace take care <laughs>